Good day, beautiful people. This is your host, Aaron Angelo, and I would like to welcome you to Stigma, the hottest podcast on the net waves in your safe place to contemplate the different types of stigma present in society. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as we get right into our first topic, homophobia and toxic masculinity. Okay, so before I start, let me first greet everyone. A happy Pride Month! It's June 29 as of recording of this podcast and it's two days before the end of June. So I feel like before the month ends, we have to talk about this topic. So just a little background. Um, about a week and a half ago, I woke up to see a hashtag on Twitter that you know that really, 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 really triggered me, both as a fan and just as a human being. This hashtag somehow even trended number one in our country, so I suppose a lot of you know about this. I was I I was surprised. I was surprised to see something that insulting being shared by Filipinos, specifically males. I didn't think we would go this low. The issue is so huge that by now I feel like you know what I'm talking about. But for those who don't know or you're not up to date in social media, this hashtag is hashtag BTS Bayot. And it was everywhere in social media. I'm talking Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, everywhere. To the point where even South Koreans saw it. Let's not get into why it started or anything because it's a pretty long story. But essentially, it was kind of a way to hurl homophobic slurs to the K-pop band and worldwide sensations, BTS. By the way, if any of you still don't know what BTS is or who BTS is, um, first of all, why the hell not? What cave have you been living in all this time? So, I mean, for people who don't know, um, BTS is a seven-member South Korean boy band and is practically the biggest artists, you know. Yeah, I can safely say that they're pr- practically like the biggest artist, the biggest band in the world right now. And their fame is right now being highlighted more because they have a sponsorship with McDonald's, you know, the BTS meal, if you don't know yet. Um, a lot of people went crazy for this meal. You know, the, the girls, the, the fans, ev- everyone, just not because of the Cajun sauce and the McNuggets in it or anything, but because of the packaging. <laughs> primarily because it has like a BTS logo and everything and um, they saved the packaging in support of the band so it's safe to say that BTS is huge like record-breaking type huge you could say I'm a big fan also I consider myself a part of the BTS army so they say but why because um, on top of their untouchable talent you know in singing and in dancing and they're being handsome and you know everything their choreographies i think people just love them because of how they carry themselves you know as artists and the positive message that they convey in their songs be it you know self-love hope taking care of your mental health flouting gender stereotypes and embracing individualism and a lot more you know they're just very unconventional 
they're not like Western artists, and that's what makes them special. And I feel like they're just the perfect human beings, you know. Plus, they're like they're like the honorary ambassadors of youth nowadays, as they also often talk about you know the struggles of youth in society and etc. So yes, if it's not yet obvious, I love them. I'm a huge fan. But going back to the issue at hand, what I don't like, however, what I don't love is the fact that my my fellow Filipinos, my countrymen, my countrymen, were the ones who trended that stupid hashtag, hashtag PTS Bayot in social media. I don't even know how the Koreans understood that. They probably uh, looked it up. Um, but right now, we're probably the most hated nationality the most hated country in south korea of course it's understandable because bts to them is like how mani pacquiao is to us the their national pride you know so this issue plus a lot of just experience you're on my end of friends and even my parents you know discriminating the lgbtq community and you know just being judgmental about men who supposedly don't look like men is the reason why I will be talking about homophobia and toxic masculinity today. So, in many sectors of Philippine society, um, let's say the classroom or the household or in the workplace even, um, the terms gay, bading, bakla, or bayot are still used in a derogatory fashion. You know, I hear it from my friends, I hear it from my relatives, practically anywhere I go, there's always someone who uses these terms as a way of um, teasing, bullying, or degrading someone, be it if they're actually gay or they're not. Some of my friends even use this term as, um, as a swear word or just to insult someone. Like, uh, if they, they, they do something, if someone does something they don't like, they say, Oh, that's gay, bro. That's so gay. As if the word even connects to anything the person did. They use it as a swear word or something. And in the context of like being down to do something, it could be, let's say, like going to a party or maybe like riding a roller coaster or whatever. When you back out of something, it's common to hear someone ask, Bakit bading ka ba? Or bakla ka ba? Like, like how? How how have these terms become so widely used that everyone associates the words bading, bayot, or gay with something bad? Why? Why have we even started using these words in a derogatory way in the first place? It's supposedly just a term for being homosexual. As if anything is wrong with that. But, wala. unfortunately, now it's been associated being a pussy or backing out to do something and just generally used as a term you're supposed to take offense in and to me it all just comes down to toxic masculinity i feel like the intent and the context in which these words are used just exposes how much homophobia there is and how much homophobia is deeply institutionalized in philippine society like, uh, wag na tayo lumayo. Like, BTS, for example. Like, most K-pop idols, they wear makeup and, you know, they present themselves in a way that um, may not conform, you know, to the standards of um, the regular Filipino. What some Filipinos think a man should look like. And haters think it would be funny to trend the hashtag and enrage their many fans. And it's not in social media only. I've... I've I heard or seen this in real life also. Like, 
lahat sila mukha ng babae. That's that that's a phrase I've heard a disturbing number of times in real life since becoming aware of the group. You know, this type of thinking, it shows just how our people are still not that accepting of people who do not parallel what was dictated to us by society. Automatic, konting makeup lang, you know, you're, you're good at ballet, or you're good at contemporary dance or something, or you're good at lettering, you're good at art. Automatic, bading ka na. What? See, this is a prime example of toxic masculinity. A man's mindset that there are certain things only men can do and things only women can do. It's a very outdated way of thinking because it limits, you know, just not not just men, but like women, men and women in general from doing things they might excel at and expressing things they might be feeling, you know. And so this leads to unequal opportunities that may hinder Uh, men or women from growing and becoming the best versions of themselves. The BTS issue just highlights this. It highlights how homophobia and toxic masculinity um, is still present in society. And I'm absolutely furious that this type of slander still occurs nowadays. Like it's not 2021. It's 2021 already, guys. And I think the biggest people to blame No, I think the biggest factor to this, the biggest institution that affected or continues to affect this type of thinking is um, siguro ultimately our parents. No? Of course, like they're the ones who raised us, not just parents, like our guardians, our, our family, who raised us to think this way. We've been raised to think like pink is a woman's color, blue is for males, um, makeup is for women only. And that crying is for little girls. And so much more. Whatever form of toxic masculinity or homophobia that we hear from our friends or our generation, it all just came about because of how we were conditioned by our parents as kids. It's how we were raised. What we watched in movies also, in commercials, in TV shows, these all affected how we perceive the concept of homosexuals and masculinity. Oh, by the way, I'm not just... Ano, let me just be clear about this. I'm not just attacking men specifically. Anyone can think this, even gays or even even women. Minsan nga sila pa yung victims eh, yung men. The the culture or of toxic masculinity, it can siguro force them to suppress their own feelings in order to fit in with the narrow expectations of masculinity that suggest emotions are weak. So, under this idea, men are naturally brusco, so they say. And those who are weak or don't conform to the standard are suddenly like snowflakes or are gay or bading all of a sudden. Hi, <sighs> but you know, thankfully, it's not all negative. Yeah, let's let's give credit where credit is due. Like over the last decade, support for LGBTQ plus and you know breaking the rules of gender norms have grown by a substantial amount at least, and um. You could, you could, you could say that you know big name artists like um, say BTS for example, or Harry Styles, or Coldplay, and a lot more artists have contributed a lot to this thinking, to this positive thinking. Um, other celebrities, you know, public figures have tried to lend their voices to educate fans, and you know, uh, to address encouragement and comfort for the community. So, uh, sa Pilipinas, like gay 
public figures, marami tayo. Like si Vice Ganda or si Mimia from YouTube or Bretman Rock have continued to openly fight for, you know, their community and for LGBT representation and equality. So, yes, thankfully, uh, we have these artists or public figures who share this type of message to the world and we love to see it. So, um, additionally, because of the pandemic, you know, and being stuck at home, you know, being active on social media 24-7, I think this issue has kind of been put on spotlight. People have, um, people have become very vocal about their struggles on social media and have continued to be open about their comments on these issues. And, um... I guess that's a blessing in disguise of, you know, the pandemic, uh, getting people together and seeing the world from another perspective. So, but that's not to say, no, that the condition of the LGBT community has become better as of late. In fact, the pandemic also exposed, like, fault lines of inequality within the LGBT community. Because um, while the, the community struggles with the fallout of COVID, COVID, LGBT people also had to contend with an onslaught of homophobia and transphobia. Minsan nga, even employed by their governments, politicians, and ordinary members of the public. Ito, I've compiled uh, a, few, a few news articles. No? If you look at the news, this issue is everywhere. It's not just in the Philippines. In Uganda, for example, this is, this is, this is, this is so bad. Police detained some 20 LGBT homeless youth on bogus charges of breaking COVID-19 restrictions and tortured them in prison for being gay. What? Uh, in the Philippines, Aten, village officials humiliated LGBT people while enforcing curfew. In, in South Korea, social media users, they condemned LGBT people for being gay after some media network linked an outbreak to gay clubs. In Panama, police and private security officials discriminated against transgenders while enforcing a gender-based quarantine. In Hungary, their, their, their populist leader, Viktor Orban, even used COVID-19 emergency powers to rush through discriminatory legislation against transgenders. See, it's so bad. And there's so much more issues out there that we don't hear about but we know is happening. And ultimately, I just wanted to say that homophobia is not okay. And, you know, not only towards BTS, but for all members of the LGBT community. For for guys to use the term like BTS Bayot, just because they don't like the group, when these same people know for a fact that BTS are not homosexuals, not only makes them toxic males, but also makes them people that belittle and demean the gay community, the gay community's existence. They make them seem less than human by using, um, by using these words as a derogatory term. Even if you don't take the BTS incident into account, you know, the LGBT community is already struggling, especially in this country. It's still fighting to survive, you know, be recognized, be respected. And these looming issues of gender sensitivity and honestly, like overall just good manners and basic human decency at this point show that the Philippines or the world rather as a society still has a long way to go to achieve true equality. I mean, when that will happen is beyond me. <laughs> I can't predict that. That's way above my pay grade. But 
all I know is this. Rather than engaging in toxic practices, maybe people who are in privileged positions should be able to recognize that you know they, they can be agents for change, for the benefit of all. Especially the governments and the politicians and other public figures who are meant to, um, to support you. This is a message for everyone. There's no new war on men and there's no need for anyone to prove their masculinity through aggression or saying homophobic things. It's time to put an end to toxic masculinity. It's time to put an end to this outdated way of thinking. This mentality, this thinking that we have on both masculinity and you know being gay or budding if you don't fit that scope, it all came from the generation before us. And for the previous generation, the generation before theirs. All we can do for now is educate ourselves and others and I guess hopefully act collectively to stop this endless cycle of hatred and outdated thinking. That's what we're supposed to do. And until then, this kind of thinking is going to go on forever. I mean, I guess that's all I can, I can say for now. If you have any comments, questions, violent reactions or anything, just leave a comment down below. So, this has been your host, Aaron Angulo, signing off, reminding you to combat stigma wherever you are in the world. Have a good rest of your day, everyone. Subscribe for more.